outside the box, brewing up some strong ideas. Today's topic is coffee. I don't drink coffee, but a lot of people do. It smells good, but I think the taste is yucky. So I never get got past a few cups. The last one was about 50 years ago in a crummy restaurant where I spotted a rat as I was drinking my cup. Oops, sorry. Maybe you're drinking coffee with a meal as you listen to this feature. If so, I apologize. Ever wonder where your coffee comes from and how it gets to you? I did, so I researched it. Do the coffee beans come from a tree shaded by other tree species? or a coffee tree farm with no other trees around. Shade trees have birds and other living things around to deal with most insects, but open farms do not and generally add more pesticide sprays to keep coffee trees looking healthy. Coffee beans are the insides of coffee berries, which look like cherries, usually dark red. Most of what we drink comes from Colombia, or several Central American countries. Coffee berries are picked by workers earning as little as two to three US dollars a day based on piecework rates. But even coffee pickers harvesting so-called fair trade coffee may not get much more. When workers own part of the cooperative business or sign contracts directly with processors, then they do better. Some coffee is harvested with mechanical pickers that pick all the berries and then separate out the ripe ones. Even with good pay, the cost of harvesting is only a small part of the cost of coffee. Coffee beans are processed by crushing, usually either a wet or dry method. Either way, for every kilo of coffee beans produced, about an equal amount of waste pulp from coffee berries remains. The pulp is toxic because of its chemical residues and caffeine content. It's usually dumped in nearby rivers, causing serious water pollution. Composting in landfills has been tried, but that method has problems as well. Experiments are being tried to use the pulp, but nothing has yet succeeded on a large scale. After processing, coffee beans are then shipped by boat to this country to be roasted, ground, and then brewed. These parts of the journey are relatively environmentally benign. There are other environmental st stories related to the cup of coffee as well. How pure was the water that was used in brewing? Where did the bag come from that held the beans or the ground coffee? If a filter was used in brewing, was it bleached, and how was it made? How about the sugar and or the cream or non-dairy creamer that might have gone into the cup as well? Coffee is a major commodity grown and consumed around the world. Coffee drinkers, which include one-half to two-thirds of all U.S. residents, average just over three eight-ounce cups per day or about 70 gallons per year. A major coffee retailer claims coffee is the second largest exported product in the world, after oil. But that claim has been debunked. It doesn't even approach wheat or soybeans.
let alone lumber, copper, cotton, steel, and other commodities. The coffee story has its negatives. Have you considered tea, especially herbal varieties, as an alternative, or even lots of inexpensive water directly from the tap instead? I'm Larry Danzinger, happy to drink lots of water and a little fruit juice every day. <laughs>